You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Save big money on everything for your next project at Menards. Spring is here making it the perfect time for outdoor projects. Suncast storage sheds are an excellent solution for protecting outdoor lawn and gardening tools. They're easy to assemble and the all-weather construction provides water resistance and UV protection. Save big on Suncast storage sheds. View our selection of Suncast products today in store and on Menards.com. Save big money at Hey people, I need a quick favour from you. If you enjoy the Takeoff podcast, please do take some time to subscribe and rate the podcast. You can do this on Spotify, Apple Podcasts or any platform that you listen on. It really helps to spread the podcast to more people. And if you get a chance, share it too. I appreciate you. That people don't like to buy when it's on discount, which yeah, is very it's interesting. It's true, really. like, yeah, when stocks are down, I mean, the stock market is the only place where people run out the store when yeah. things are on sale. I was listening to Howard Marks, right? Yeah. He says people get fascinated by something new and they tend to hype it up more. Yeah. So in 2000, technology, internet, it was a new phenomenon. The thing is, when these companies, um, when we hit a recession, luxury companies like LVMH, uh, boat companies is um, Marine Max. Yeah. That's another one. They hit the fan. They really, really hit the fan mm. because their sales just tumble. And that's why investors need to be careful with these overvalued companies. Yeah. Like any little bit of bad news. Yeah. And the stock is down 40, 50% yeah. off the market. Like, yeah. You're in trouble. Welcome to the Takeoff Experience where I sit down with highly driven people to talk about their journey, their failures, and their successes. If you want to take off in your career, your business, your finances, or your mindset, then this podcast is for you. This episode is sponsored by Money Hub, a platform that allows you to see all of your current accounts in one place and also provides you with smart money management tools to help you get right with your money. Welcome back to the Takeoff Podcast. How are you guys doing today? I'm doing good, thanks. Yeah, we've got Wes back in the building today. Yeah. We've got uh, one of his friends as well, Josh. Uh, yeah, Josh. How are you doing, Josh? So yeah, you're also an investor, right? I'm also an investor, yeah. Yeah, awesome. Yeah, what would you say? From value, like value investing principle, yeah, yeah. So I'm gonna call this episode probably value invest. The truth about value investing part two. So how's it going? How's it going in the stock market for for you guys at the moment? You can go first. You know, I'm actually not too surprised. I mean, it's going down, but obviously as the stock market. You wanna, goes, oh yeah, what, what's that? Raise yeah, up let's, slightly. Yeah, so you're comfortable. There you go. Cheers. Yeah. So yeah, like obviously the stock market's going down, but as it goes down, the risk mm-hmm. decreases. But personally, I feel all the stocks I bought, there's a sufficient margin of safety. I bought them below their intrinsic value. So mm-hmm. even though I'm down 16% on some assets, I'm mm-hmm. absolutely calm. Okay, cool. Yeah. 
Cool. Love to hear that. I love to hear that. And yeah. I, since we last spoke, where's how's your uh, portfolio? Um, my portfolio has gone up. So okay. from last time, I think I'm up two percent year to date. So okay. you know that's pretty good. I'm fine in terms of you know the market's going down. I'm just remaining calm. Keep yeah. looking for bargains. Yeah, that's it. Really, I'm not changing anything. Mm-hmm. That's about it. And I think that's I think that's <coughs> that's the best way to be. Like you both clearly have a process that mm-hmm. you're following and you're sticking to it. And I think um, it's very interesting. Um, I think you did a post actually, Wes, recently um, where. <laughs> Oh, it might have been an old post that I looked at where you said, um, it's funny how people, stocks is the only thing that people don't like to buy when it's on discount, which yeah, is very it's interesting. It's true. Really. Like, yeah, when stocks are down, I mean, the stock market is the only place where people run out the store when yeah. things are on sale. It's, it's just insane to me. Like people feel comfortable buying things when they're going up, but yeah. when things are going down, they think stocks are risky when that's yeah. not the case. Like, it's riskier when it goes up. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. So yeah i think it's just a psychological thing yeah yeah people don't really know the true value of what they hold so mm-hmm. if you know the true value of what you hold you're more likely to stick to your process and check your work make sure nothing is mm-hmm. fundamentally wrong with the company mm-hmm. and just buy all the way down and that's what i've been doing with a number of my holding like baba facebook yeah uh, paypal just to name a few okay 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 yeah I've, i started investing again and I, I'm, mm-hmm. I'm in those those companies as well i think Meta and Baba are probably ones that I'm probably more bullish on. Mm. PayPal, we'll see. Mm. PayPal took 3% from me, so I'm like, oof. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. How about you, Josh? So, yeah, well, assets I hold. Yeah. Yeah, so currently I've got a leverage short on the NASDAQ 100. Okay, you're doing leverages now. Yeah, so that was, wow. so far I'm sitting on about 80% return on that. Okay, so wow. So I did pretty well. So I looked at... Did you 2x it or just... 3x 3x so, yeah, wow I went, <laughs> going all in you went yeah. three Wait, okay so when you're thinking of closing you're sure. see that's a difficult thing so okay. there's this thing called the buffett indicator okay yeah i know that yeah the, yeah so when that reaches a fair value okay. i'll probably consider selling okay that position but the other assets i hold are baba meta um 10 cent and okay. that's it at the moment unfortunately i've had to liquidate a few positions okay but i plan to enter the likes of paypal vip shop etc okay. that's good wow yeah, so yeah we pretty much on the same thing me and yeah me. okay yeah. okay i was yeah i've got so many follow-up questions okay first can you explain to people what a, a short is because yeah i was just being mindful that some of the listeners that i've never probably invested in stock market or maybe beginners I'm in stock market. So what is, what is a short? So a short is when basically you bet against the company. Mm-hmm. Now, Bill Ackman demonstrated it very well. If you had some coins mm-hmm. and I thought those coins were going to go down in value and mm-hmm. I was like, can I borrow those coins? Mm-hmm. So you give me the coins and at the current time they're worth a hundred pounds yeah. and I sell them immediately and I've got a hundred pounds and then they go down to 80 pounds. Mm-hmm. I purchase them for 80 pounds. Mm-hmm. I return the coins for you mm-hmm. and then I keep the 20 pounds profit. Okay. Cool. That's basically how That's short great. it is. That is great. And then you say leverage. What does leverage mean as well? So, <laughs> I'm getting all the explanations. <laughs> all so, for instance, I leverage the NASDAQ. So if it goes down 1%, then my NASDAQ, <coughs> my NASDAQ short would go down, or sorry, up rather, um, 3%. Okay. And obviously the other way around. Yeah. Um, so it's, well, mine's a free multiple. Okay. So it just multiplies the losses or returns. Okay. Wow. Wow. And then the final one, Buffett indicator. Yeah, I'm going to get you on that one. We mentioned Warren Buffett. We have to get a explanation for that. So 
off the top of my head, profit indicator compares the total value of the US stock market mm-hmm. to the gross domestic product yeah. of the United States. And it measures that as a ratio. Mm-hmm. And and that's basically a way you can sort of determine the value of the S&P 500 yeah. because you can't use um, discounted free cash flow. No, yeah. what's it? DCF model. Yeah. So you can't yeah. use a DCF model to determine the value yeah. of uh, the S&P 500, but you can use this. Okay. Wow. Yeah. Fantastic. 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 Great explanations. Mm. Okay. So we all, all three of us own Baba. You know what happened today? <laughs> you, 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 I haven't actually checked. Yeah, I haven't actually checked. Okay, yeah. I always like to like because sometimes there is new, sometimes it's not. Sometimes when stocks go down, you know, pretty much. I think well before I came, the stock market was down, pretty much all of it. Mm-hmm. Um, not for panic, it's just of interest. Okay, mm-hmm. you know, search. Mm-hmm. I noticed Babel was down more than others, and it's like, okay, mm-hmm. what's going on here? Down eight percent. You know, do you know the ones that always hold up well and it's annoying? Mm. Google, <laughs> Apple, Microsoft, the ones that you want uh, to go down a bit more. Mm. They always hold up well. Mm. So it's like, Baba, okay, what's going on? I checked and um, they got fined over the weekend, apparently. Them, Tencent and... And I think it was Billy Billy, another one. And oh, the driving, the cab hailing one. Oh, oh. Didi. Yes, and Didi. Yes, mm. yes, yes. So... Um, apparently it was it's to do with them acquiring companies mm. and them not reporting it. Because, and this this is going all the way back to about yeah, 2011. This was past, yeah. yeah, going back. This is what I'm worried <laughs> about. Going back all the way back to 2011. But their fine wasn't like crazy. I think for each case, I think the maximum was like, I've got it on my phone here, actually. Um, it was, it was about 74,600. So 10 cents. Had tw- about twelve cases, so they their fine was about eight hundred and ninety five thousand dollars, <laughs> nothing. Mm. And then Alibaba's one was three hundred and seventy three thousand, mm. which is not even that's not even a percent no of their revenue. And the, they've lost like twenty five billion in market cap, and like <laughs> it's crazy, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, like like how jittery the stocks are in in there. So how you how you guys feeling about it? Have you like changed your? I mean. It hasn't like damaged the fundamentals of the company. Yeah. And the other of today, it's just can't overreact. To me, it's nothing serious, to be honest. Like, yeah. it's pennies to them. They'll be fine. So, yeah, just keep calm, really. Yeah. I know a lot of people was messaging me saying, you know, that Baba got fine. I'm like, yeah, it's fine. Like, it's not it's nothing serious. Yeah. Like, so, yeah. Yeah. What yeah. about you, Ho? So, personally, I'm not like, I mean, didn't even know what happened. That's yeah. how, like, you know, much I take this yeah. seriously. Um, I'm not, and I think we all have to understand when it comes to the sort of like Chinese Communist Party, mm-hmm. obviously their goal is to sort of become more dominant and more influential in the world. Mm-hmm. Now, via sort of Chinese corporations is a good way to do that. Now, they don't want to batter these companies like useless. They still want to remain control, but they still want them to be able to compete with, you know, American yeah. companies. So, when it comes to these things, I'm not too worried because obviously they've got to act in their own interest. Yeah, yeah, mm. I, yeah, I, yeah. It's it's <laughs> such a it's such an interesting one because a lot of people will say what you're saying that mm. they why would they do that to their own companies, mm. right? They just it's going to mess up their own potential, right? And mm. if you you know at the end of the day, right? As of course they they've got like what two billion population, but you're going to still rely on foreign investment. You're exactly. still going to want 
investments from Europe, from mm. from the US. And if you're spooking them away, mm. you're losing that yeah. um, in some sense. So there's there's an argument for that, but then there's obviously an argument where a lot of people will point to, well, the education sector with a snap of a finger, <laughs> they just wiped it out, right? Mm. Which is interesting. But I think I think I think I'm with with you guys both on it. I think Alibaba, from an e-commerce perspective, there's not much that they can do from that perspective. I, I don't think that they're gonna, you know, wipe them out. Neither with Tencent. I know that there's an issue with gaming, but mm. again, I think it's more trying to keep them in check rather than to yeah to um to to crush them. Um, another issue that happened recently, Twitter, Elon Musk. <laughs> so yeah. I never thought he, I never thought it was going to go through. I, th- I think I actually posted, I don't know if you remember, yeah. I posted a story saying yeah. I don't yeah, think it's going through from early. Mm. I said it's not happening. I just wasn't, personally, I wasn't convinced why he was getting to it. Mm. I was like, this is so left field. Like, why is he mm. doing this? I just wasn't convinced of, if you're going to get a platform, it's not going to be, in my opinion, Twitter. There's mm. loads of, I think there's, more superior social media that's just my opinion mm-hmm. but why would you wait how, how much was it how 44 much? billion 44 billion yeah. or something like that like on twitter <laughs> what, what do you guys think about it you go for i mean it's ridiculous really i mean again like you i don't understand like it hasn't produced profit and it's 40 like, how was it like 11 years old yeah it's, it's it's quite an old company like why would you buy it um it is really strange and mm-hmm. the reason for acquisition it doesn't really make any sense um but i do think when it obviously it goes to court you know it's going to be like bloody for um, musk certainly mm-hmm. and personally i don't think he will win i think he might be forced to purchase twitter hmm. yeah well, if he's been forced if he got forced to purchase it then and he do- obviously doesn't want it anymore mm. then ha- what's gonna like how's it gonna work like I mean, maybe he'll sell it immediately, but I mean, he took them for a ride. Let's be honest, yeah. right? Like mm. he, I mean, you remember they didn't even want to sell mm. and he kind of got them, forced mm. them to sell. So mm. it's like you went all, you went through all of that mm. to just be like, to make up silly reasons. Yeah. Bots. Yeah. What's bots? Honestly, <laughs> what's that? Is that really why you wanted to? Is that really <laughs> was the deal breaker? Bots. Yeah. It could have never been. Mm. Even if fifty, even if um, Twitter was fifty percent bots, you can't convince me mm. that you were buying. I mean, even in your reasons, that wasn't even a reason. You wasn't trying to buy Twitter because they have the biggest user base. They don't. No, they don't have the biggest user base. So, I wasn't convinced by that. I think. I think from early on, he probably. I don't know. I think Elon Musk is definitely, he's a little bit of a troll. Mm. And I think he was just trolling, in my opinion. Mm. I think he was trolling. Mm. He was seeing what he could do. He was seeing if he could flex his power. Mm. It worked out. And then now he's trying to mm-hmm. kind of step aside. So, yeah. Yeah. I mean, he even sold some Tesla shares for it, didn't he? So, are Tesla shareholders angry at this? Like, I mean, they know they're happy. <laughs> Like, I mean, and he got banks apparently to help with financing yeah. and all that stuff. So he's just taking people for a ride. Mm. He he actually has a track record of being a troll, in my yeah. opinion. If you think about the whole Dogecoin stuff, the whole Bitcoin fiasco, <clears throat> he has got a track record. Even before all of that, mm. um, remember he used to tweet about Tesla mm. and tweet about getting fined from the sec. So he's got a mm. track record. And this was even before I was investing and I yeah. heard about him doing all this sort mm. of stuff. So I don't know. He's a kind of person like he's brilliant on one end, but he's like a double-edged sword. Yeah. Right. Like you'd want him to 
maybe be the leader of your company at one time, but at other times you wouldn't mm. want him to. And I think I'm starting to lean to, I don't know if I want this guy. No, I don't think I would anymore, want him as my CEO. Anymore. No. I used to, yeah. but now his recent antics have yeah. just... Yeah, I'm not a fan of him to now. No, yeah, no. not anymore. Yeah, I'm not. I was, and I don't know. Yeah, he just changed. Yeah. yeah. What doesn't make any sense, though? Like, he founded, like, PayPal. Yeah. And, like, he was brilliant there. So, you know, what's changed? Like, it's almost like he's gone reverse. He hasn't matured. <sighs> I don't know. Maybe it's the fame. Maybe it's the money it changes you. Maybe it's the pressure. Yeah, that's mm. true. You know, how many companies he's got, like, now? Four, I think. Oh. SpaceX, Tesla, Boring Company. Mm. Yeah, maybe there's another one. Like he's got like mm. three or four. So, mm. he's incredibly yeah, smart. That's yeah, the thing, right? We know this guy is like yeah. smart, but he's just emotional. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Mm. He's very, he's very emotional. And is it part of some grand plan? Maybe. Mm. You know, these super, super, very smart people. They, they've always got a, a hidden agenda with yeah. what they're doing. You know, even with Twitter, like, the reaction to it is, I think their share price is less than even before we yeah. went for the merger. So why do you think that's happening? So, what, why the, the stock's down? Um, yeah, so much more than before he even I was think, interested. I think, I'm not sure to be honest. Like, I mean maybe people didn't expect the, the deal to go through or something, but yeah, I still can't wrap my head around why he would want to buy Twitter. I mean, it does make sense financially. So yeah. yeah. What do you think? No, I was going to say level of uncertainty. I mean, yeah. if you're a Tesla shareholder, you know, one minute Musk is going to buy it, then he's not, then he's been taken to call. You know, you don't want that volatility in any of your investments. Yeah. Like, you know, it's just mental. Yeah. yeah, it's a lot. It is a lot. Yeah. I'm even considering selling my Tesla shares. I've got Tesla. I'm up. I might just sell it. Do you mind if I ask what your average price is? I think. Oh, you're testing me here. I think it's in the 500s. Okay. Uh, or come, four. How come you bought it? How comes? Mm, <clears throat> good question. When I bought Tesla, okay, uh, I'm going <laughs> to tell you one of my beginner mistakes, right? When. Before I bought Tesla, I thought it was too expensive, <laughs> right? Yeah. And it kept on going up. And this was me being a beginner, right? Yeah. <laughs> it kept on going up. I was like, crap. Even though I think it's too expensive, yeah. it mm. keeps on going up. Not even like a little bit. Yeah. It's going up way more yeah. than my expectations. I was like, okay, so am I wrong, right? <laughs> like, I got a bit of doubt and then I bought mm. and it's it's up there. So mm. I'm at the point where I'm considering selling it and just mm. getting rid of it because I don't know if I... Not that I don't like Tesla as a company. I, f I like them as a company, but I think where they are, they're way too expensive. Yeah, I think you've got to take risk off the table at this point. Yeah. Uh, I've got the return, so I can actually mm. take it off. I pr it probably will come down a lot. Yeah. It probably will. I mean, the you pendulum know? swings both ways. Like, yeah. it's gone up a lot. It's going to come back down a lot. That's, yeah. Just look at stock market history. Yeah. And you know, the funniest thing, I'm actually not like, you know what I was thinking? Literally on my drive here. Mm. I was going past it. It's like, why are people so mesmerized by a car? It's a car. <laughs> it's a car. It's not an iPhone. It's not a laptop. Mm. It's a car. Yeah. Like, not to say cars are not nice, mm. but it's a car. 
Yeah. Do you know what I mean? I like, mean, it's... like, what was I? I was listening to Howard Marks, right? Yeah. He says people get fascinated by something new and they tend to hype it up more. Yeah. So in 2000, technology, internet, it was a new phenomenon. So yeah. people were hyping it up more. And mm. now it's like Tesla, you know, EV, mm. and they'll hype it up more. And I think Elon Musk has kind of went along with it. Mm-hmm. And it's just created this overvalued company that yeah. can't justify what it's currently doing and yeah what yeah. is it in the top 10 most expensive i think right now yeah in think, the US? yeah so yeah i think you know if i know some people who have literally their, their only stock is tesla really yes yeah you're joking i'm not like, why I, I don't know. I don't. That's just. I mean, okay. Even if they <coughs> wanted to be like, okay, I'm gonna take a bit of a punt on Tesla, right? With that could be the worst mistake of one, life. Yeah, one, one, one or two. No, but I'm. Saying, I don't mean your whole portfolio. Mm. Maybe like a percent, right? Oh, yeah. But your whole portfolio, hundred yeah, percent. I mean, in. there's no company in the world that you should put hundred percent of your portfolio. In. No, no matter None. how certain you think you are. None. Like, there's no. zero companies mm. because they all can. Unfortunately, of course, we don't want this to happen, but mm. they can all at some point go bankrupt. Yeah. You know, like in the past, some of the biggest companies have gone mm. like that. I mean, Tesla almost went bankrupt three times. So, yeah. So yeah, it's not a possibility. Wow. 100% but, portfolio. That is yeah. insane. But when you was talking about Tesla kept going up, it's like a psychological thing. Isn't it, it is a psychological yeah. thing. And I don't care about it now. Yeah. Do you think I'm, yeah. I don't care about Tesla yeah. now? But yeah, at that point, it's a, it's a psychological thing. Mm. Up, up, up. Mm. And now my psychology is different. I'm waiting for things to come down. Yeah. A lot of people <laughs> don't think that way. Yeah. Like they think on the upside. So. Yeah. Yeah. Just, yeah. Okay, so what companies are on your watch list at the moment? So, I mean, for me, mm. PayPal, I sort of okay. use Vipshop, which is What's a, Vipshop? Vipshop is a Chinese... Um, um, and flash sale company. Yeah. Never heard of yeah. it. So, it's a company... Uh, small cap, medium cap, I think. Okay. Are you guys... Is that where you're looking now? The small, I'm, medium yeah, cap exactly. now, yeah? I mean, to be fair, I don't care about the cap size, personally. Yeah. It's not a big thing for me. Mm. But the return on invested capital, the valuations for okay. it, it just made sense to me. Okay. So, that's one I've got on my watch list. Um... Games Workshop as well. Have I? Heard, yeah, I've heard of them. Warpath. What is it? Yes, 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 them. Yes, yes. And they're like it's, it's almost like a joke when you yeah like balance sheet. Is it? They just provide games, is it? Yeah, they just literally provide like, like figurines and figurines things. Like, they're extortionate. Figurines. Yeah, like, really. You think their balance sheet is cooked up? Like, it's... wait, hold on. So you're telling me? So there's a com- figurines. A company makes their money just based on figurines. Yeah, and, and people and pay like board games as well. Okay, board games. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like their return on invested capital is twenty plus. Yeah, it? ten or twenty plus. A clean wow. balance sheet. Okay. Listeners again, return <laughs> on invested capital. You know, I have to do this. <laughs> um, right. So I'm trying to think. Basically, if you if a company takes sort of like cash and they're mm-hmm. like, okay, we want to invest this money. Um, it could be like a candy company buying mm-hmm. a shop. Yeah, and that return on investment in that mm. candy shop and then whatever that percent is. Mm-hmm. Okay. That's basically how it works. Okay. Mm. Perfect. Perfect. Yeah. Perfect. And so this, this company is their balance sheet is strong. Their financials are yeah, good are growth as strong. well. Yeah. Wow. UK company. UK company. Okay. Finally. A yeah. UK company. Yeah. Yes. 
because mm. we're not we're not i don't know we're not in it it's not that we're not innovative here but maybe those companies are not matured mm. they're not grown yet maybe we, in the future we'll, we'll mm. have um, a, a few more okay mm. cool and um which one did you mention before you said paypal let's talk a bit about paypal right mm-hmm. so why haven't you pulled the trigger yet on paypal so personally i mean to be honest, just lack of cash okay um cool. but yeah PayPal is just an amazing company. Like, it is. I do it like it. It's incredible. Them. I mean, I didn't realize all the things they do. Oh, it's just incredible. And we spoke about competition. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's not that much competition. And to be honest, I'd welcome the competition. Like, obviously, it encourages innovation, yeah. etc. in the fintech space. But, yeah. you know, how much was it? $300 oh. at its top? It yeah, it was like $300. Like, it was crazy. What, um, the, the stock price? Yeah. Before, yeah. And yeah. It dropped it's dropped a lot. Yeah. It's dropped a lot. I think... It was a huge high. Yeah. Stock. I don't know what happened, like, why people have just... I can't remember what the reason was for... Was it guidance? Yeah, it was Their guidance. slowing, Yeah, right? so they were obviously predicted to grow 20%. Yeah. Then they said, we can do 15, the stock tank massively. <laughs> we could do 15. Yeah, and it? then after you imagine next, saying that? next quarter, they said guidance again, we can we load it to like 13 to 15%, the stock tanked again. And wow. ever since then, just kept going down and down. And that's why investors need to be careful with these overvalued companies. Yeah. Like any little bit of bad news, yeah, and the stock is down forty, fifty percent, yeah, after market, like, yeah, you're in trouble, yeah. So, yeah, yeah. PayPal is a is an interesting <coughs> one. I do like them. It's, yeah, it's like we were speaking um off camera um about them, and I think some some of the investors that I watch mm. um are concerned about them because mm. obviously they think competition, Stripe, namely. Mm. Um, you've got other com- competitors Square. there. With low fees, yeah. Square is another one with low fees, but like like you were saying, Josh, I think I welcome competition. I don't think Square or Stripe right now could squash PayPal. Absolutely, no. no. I, it's just yeah, I just don't think that's going to happen. And I think therefore, to me, it's got some form of moat, right? If yeah. you can't just, it's got mm. some form of moat. Let's be real. Yeah, PayPal is the known. Yeah. I mean, even like, okay, uh, I'll give you a simple example. For instance, um, when we were, um, if people wanted to donate to our registry, right? Mm. One of the options was PayPal. Yeah. Stripe wasn't there. Square wasn't there. Exactly. Right? Some things is, you yeah. know, little things like that, right? Mm. Um, and that's, I'm not a company, right? So imagine more so um, a company. So yeah, PayPal's definitely one that I like. Um, it's one I'm watching though. I'm watching, watching a little bit. Yeah, because yeah, it's the depth. The depth. I'm a bit concerned. Yeah. Just it's just maybe concerned. go for a higher, you know, discount rate. Yeah, no, it is. Yeah, I think I did, and yeah, it lowered it a little bit. Um, but I like them. I like PayPal. I like that they're beating up. Mm. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I like that they're beating up compared to if you if you compare them to like the other places. Uh, I think the fintech area. Mm-hmm that area is a good area to look at right now if you can find a, a, a under i think you can find undervalued because they, they've been beaten down uh, uh badly at the moment so um oh, you mentioned one other stock that i wanted to talk about um what was it so game games workshop yeah, games, games workshop um Bitshop, we spoke about paypal there was another one um to be fair, Team like, Seventeen. That's another one. That's one you're looking at. What yeah. was that? Too much into that? Team Seventeen. It's like you know the get worms. The game. Yeah, yeah. They're the makers. Of <laughs> they're still playing that. Yeah, it's still like Super Nintendo. Didn't they? Yeah, uh, is the, that still is that still about that game? The company's growing at that insane rate. Like what? they've got literally zero debt. Like it's 
There's strong cash flow, strong return on invested capital. Wow. They're, I think they've got a buyback going on as well. So, as well on yeah. their shares. I'm sure that their yeah. shares are. Yeah, uh, I think it's like a now. small cap company as well. Really? Yeah. Just waiting for the right price, really. Wow. So so how did you find that company? How? Yeah. Um. So, well, yeah, Lewis, yeah, he mentioned okay. it to me, he my friend. Okay. He was meant to join us, but you know, okay. he lives far, but yeah. Yeah, he mentioned it to me. I looked at it. I liked it. And yeah, I decided to analyze it. Mm. Just waiting for the, my price now. Okay. How far is it from? Um, probably have to drop another 20%, maybe. Okay, 20%. So In this market, it probably could. Yeah, 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 I think, I think, I think, I think drops are going to happen. You know, I'm not, I'm not one to like try to predict mm. things at a certain point in time. But, you know, as I was, I was mentioning to Wes that I think I'm looking forward to Q2. But I think Q3, Q4 is when, you know, mm. hit will hit the fans, basically. Mm. I think so. I think Q2 might seem, oh, yeah, oh, mm. happy days. Mm. I think Q3, Q4, I think it's going to be a bit delayed. I don't think we're going to see it straight away. I mean, what's interesting is um, I recently, I literally published it today. I wrote a blog on the um, returns you can expect from the S&P 500 mm-hmm. index funds and why DCA isn't always the best approach you can take. Mm-hmm. And if you look at the Buffett indicator and valuations currently, mm-hmm. the returns we can expect over the next sort of like 10, five years, mm-hmm. it's not great. And there's still some downside to go Yeah. when you look at history. And obviously you can't take it as an absolute, but history does tend to re- mm-hmm. repeat itself. Mm-hmm. So how much do you think is going to go down? 50. You think 50? 50 more wait percent. For, wait for the S&P 500? Yeah, 50 more percent. 50 percent downwards, okay. Yeah, from today. From today. <laughs> Not like today, but I'm saying. No, okay. today. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, hold you to that. Okay, 50 percent. Okay, cool. So personally, I'm not too sure. I mean, 50 is very doable. Yeah. Um, I, it's not outlandish. It could go further, but yeah. probably around that range, I'd say. 50, okay, 50. 50. Yeah. Okay, 50. Okay, so there might be some people invested in this. In, in uh, we're not trying to scare you. Just index funds, yeah. ETFs, and you know stuff like <laughs> yeah. that. And obviously, they probably got like it mm. on an automated plan that mm. they are, they they're investing in, so they might not even mm. touch that. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Just right. stick to your process. Oh, well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Historically, yeah, it is, mm. is yeah over the last hundred years. Okay, so fifty percent. Why fifty percent? I mean, I looked at the Buffett indicator, yeah. and for it to be undervalued, mm. it needs to fall fifty percent. What is it currently? So currently, I'm trying to understand the um, deviations. Mm. Um, I believe it's one standard deviation away from mm. fair value or historical trend. Yeah. Okay. So. To be fair valued, it needs well, what we can consider fair valued. It means to drop about 60 to um, 70 percent. Mm, okay, I would say fair value probably needs to drop about 40. 40, mm, 40. And then there's like the Schiller PE as well. Schiller PE, I can actually analyze that much. Yeah. I need to do a blog post yeah. about that, to be honest. Yeah, okay. I think that one's at 30 right now. Okay. And obviously, the historical PE for the mm. stock market's 15. So, okay, historical. Yeah. Okay, so about half. What if I told you that there was a platform that allows you to see how you're spending all of your money across all of your accounts, especially at a time where the cost of living is at its highest that it's been in 
years. What if I also told you that this platform also allows you to see how much income you are getting every month across all of your accounts as well as helping you to set budgets for all of your expenses. It doesn't stop there though. This platform also helps you to send a record of your rent payments to Experian so that it is recorded on your credit report which can help to boost your credit score. This platform sounds amazing right? Well this platform is called Money Hub which you can download for free by tapping the link in my description. You get access to premium features free for six months, six whole months with no auto renew. And then if you decide that you love the app and the platform and you want to continue with premium features, then it will only cost you £1.49 per month. That is the deal of the century, right? Well, go and download the Money Hub app right now. I've got a question. It's kind of related to what you just said. Mm. Where's um how many times you might not have this without your computer here. <laughs> so maybe this is one for uh or we ponder this thought, right? Yeah. How many times has the SP 500 over the last hundred years been undervalued? You get the question I'm asking, yeah. right? I I guess why I'm asking that is because I'm trying to find out is is it is it do we how many opportunities do we get for it to be undervalued? Is it mm. once in a hundred years? Is it once in fifty? Mm. And is it always like fifty percent of those times? Mm. Is it always overvalued? You get what I'm saying? Mm. Yeah, right here. Right, so you've got yeah. Great Depression. Yeah, that was the first. That was a big. Yeah. That was 1929. Yeah, right. Yeah. And yeah. Is it Black Tuesday? Black Monday? I can't remember. Black one. Tuesday. Black Tuesday. Then you had the. Double that was double. 1940s, I think. Yeah, yeah. and then 2000, so 60 period. Then yeah. you had 2008. Yeah. And then so yeah. I mean, there's probably been other times. In the 2008, was it even really stocks? It was more the mortgage side that impacted everything mm. went down, right? Stocks, like, yeah. If you bought stocks in 2008, yeah. you were laughing. Yeah. yeah, especially banks as well. Oh, yeah, banks. our <laughs> banks were crushed. Yeah. I mean, they were. I mean, come on. I mean, banks went out of business. <laughs> Have you ever heard of that? Like, banks actually mm. getting bought out, getting um, bankrupt, <laughs> right? Like, it's not normal. So. Yeah, that's the time to um, to have cash. I mean, you see the difference is obviously I wasn't invested in two thousand eight. So I what another thing that I'm even thinking about or contemplating in two thousand eight. I know we've got more information now. Mm -hmm. In two thousand eight, not the predictions, mm -hmm. but were people talking about a recession and this happening the way we are? Because we we talk oh, about yeah. a recession so much, like we're like anticipating it so much, right? Mm -hmm. So I'm wondering, is it going to happen because we're anticipating? Whereas in those times. Did, did it just happen like that? Mm. And they were like, what, what's going on? <laughs> have you watched the big short? Yes. Yeah, I so I think literally the market was overvalued, but it wasn't like absolutely mental. Like it is yeah. like nowhere near as overvalued. So the likes of Michael Barry could obviously yeah. see the catastrophe that's about to occur, but the valuation was nowhere near compared to today. Okay. Mm -hmm. So they were they were definitely in shock. I know Michael Barry was shorting mortgages yeah. and whatnot, but... And there's a few other people, but majority of people are shocked. Whereas now, mm -hmm. majority of your biggest firms, Morgan Stanley, all of that, JP Morgan, they're quite pes pessimistic actually yeah. about it right now. So it's almost like we're bracing <laughs> for it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. At the you moment, know. it's like a slow bleeding, isn't it? Yeah. 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 We're bracing for it. We know that 
interest rates are going up. Yeah. We, we know that stocks are overvalued. <laughs> like it's weird. It's I like, mean, even after this, what, 20% jobs, it's still expensive. So it is, it is. Yeah. There's a lot of, there's a I lot think of, companies. a lot of people, what they're mistaking right now, they say discounts all around. To me, I mean, discount in terms of like what the stock price is, mm. you know, but it's not discount to intrinsic value. Mm-hmm. There's a huge difference. Mm-hmm. And I think people need to realize that. And that's what really annoys me is the term buy the dip. Mm. Yeah. Because, I mean, it could dip and it's still extremely overvalued. Yeah. And that's what happened with a lot of like Tesla fanboys when the stock drops. It's like, <laughs> it's dips. And it's like, it's still fucking overvalued. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No offense to yourself. Like, <laughs> no, that's all right. I'm not a Tesla fanboy. Yeah. I'm not a Tesla fanboy. I'm not. I know. I know Tesla is a. I think. Mm-hmm. I think you have to be honest with yourself, right? Exactly. I'm not delusional. That's why I saw this is a car. Like, mm. I'm not delusional. Some people are absolutely delusional. Mm. Tesla's going to be four thousand three. I'm not. Do you mm. know what I mean? So I know that there's a risk. I know actually. Mm, should I just sell now? Mm. Maybe if it crashes to a hundred, I can get back in. Mm. I'm happy to do that. Like mm. I'm not, I'm not wedded to mm. to to the business. So, mm. um, it's a very interesting one because I think I don't think you should be wedded to any company. 100%. Um, I think you should. So this is where it becomes interesting, right? As investors, so I've got a hypothetical situation for you. So imagine, so you're investing in your companies now. Imagine Baba. It got to your 10 year target within the next two years. What are you doing? I'll probably sell it because I've probably, there's a lot, probably a bit of hype there. Then, yeah, if it reached what is meant to achieve in 10 years, in two yeah. years, probably liquidate the whole thing. Yeah. I would personally reevaluate the situation, yeah. do a DCF um, check on it, see if the stock is overvaluated, see why it's risen so quickly, mm-hmm. um, and then evaluate the situation. I mean, 99% of the time, if that did happen, yeah. It's overvalued. Yeah. So it'd be time to get out. Yeah. 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 Very interesting. Mm. And I think that's I think that's why it is quite important to have a sell price target, even Mm. as investors, right? Mm. Have a point where you're ready to sell. Not just a date, Mm. but price. If it hits your target, you're Mm. out there. Yeah. Right? Yeah, you don't want to be stuck with the stock when it comes back down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, It's painful. Yeah. 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 It's it's, it's very interesting. I would personally argue with sell prices. I mean it depends on your um, time frame. I yeah, mean, you could have a price target in ten years, but if the you know numbers have changed and mm-hmm. everything's different and it's looking a lot more up or potentially down, then you should lower or raise your sell price. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. I think it's definitely one of those things that you have to properly yeah. evaluate because you, you know there are some companies that you might may just hold on forever. Google, yeah. Yeah. if you get into Google, good price. Apple, a good price. You might, you might Berkshire mm-hmm. potentially as well. Um, you may just want to hold. I mean, Warren Buffett, he's held most of those companies for a long, long time. Kind of like the 80s. Yeah. <laughs> so he had no intention of yeah. selling. <laughs> he had no intention. He's just continuing mm-hmm. to build, build, you know, provide value, give dividends, whatever. So it is very, very interesting. Um, okay. So what's your next moves in stock market? Are you just, just trying to just invest in the companies that you think are valuable right now? Um, for me, I'm just remaining patient, really. Yeah. Um, there's not much out there for me to look at. Yeah. So just got to relax, waiting for stuff to come down to my buy price. Yeah. Um, I have a, well, I have a lot of stocks that I've valued. Mm-hmm. And whenever they hit my buy price, just go in, really. So, yeah, yeah it's just a waiting game. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. What about you, Josh? And similar to Wes, although the one thing I would add is I think, like me and Wes, we've been like searching, you know, digging, yeah. trying mm. to find these val- good value companies, <coughs> and there's hardly any. There's hardly any, yeah. Hardly any, but yeah. there's going to be a time where there's absolutely <laughs> no, and we're going to be overwhelmed. <laughs> and I think from that, what I want to sort of want to take a step back and like say, okay, which companies do I really want to own? Mm. And then also compare the correlations of those companies that I might buy to my portfolio currently and mm-hmm. see how that works if my risk and whether it would increase or decrease my risk. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. I mean wh- okay, what's in your what's in your wish list if it got to a price that <laughs> any price you could buy, of course everybody says zero or one, but if it got to you a realistic mm-hmm. price, but what's in your wish list? Um, so I like Microsoft. Yeah, I like, I like Google. Them. Yeah, yeah, them too. Yeah, yeah. I think yeah, they're um, never going away. I think they're just too dominant now. They just. Um, I wouldn't mind adding a bit of Berkshire. You know, yeah, I think they're decent. Um, oh. I mean, they've got the be- the best investor of all time, or two of the best yeah. investors of all time, working this... your money right. So, and then probably, you know my games workshop really um team 17 just about really not i don't really have much exciting in investments so google google <laughs> and microsoft is as exciting yeah. as you can get because yeah. for me mm. they're like mm. almost they're very safe businesses mm. lots of cash not that much debt mm. sticky mm. brands that they're everywhere mm. essentially everywhere but they've also got the innovation side as yeah. well. If they want to do it, look at them teams within mm. a few years, easy for them. Yeah. Um, cloud, easy for them. So you get both sides with mm. them. They're not like, I think even like, like I was saying, the downside with them, you can see in a day like this, mm. drawdown is because mm. people are just reluctant. I'm not mm. really getting rid. I don't want to get rid of my shares. Yeah. So yeah. yeah, I think with Microsoft, it needs to fall a lot. I know more than Google. Yeah, definitely. yeah, way more than Google, Microsoft. Yeah, maybe yeah. 50, 60 percent. I would at love least. that. I would love so, that. So, I mean, if you look at its, you know, valuation in terms yeah. of like price to sales PE, yeah. it needs to fall fifty percent for it to be fair, fair value in terms yeah. of like you know the metrics. So, yeah, who knows? So yeah, sorry, Michael. Yeah, 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 yeah. sorry, no, I'm like, no, that's all right. That's all right. I was gonna say. Similar to West, the ones I would add would be Visa. Okay. Yeah. Um, Visa's an interesting one. Yeah. yeah they're everywhere too. Oh, yeah. And Taiwan Semiconductors. Yeah. Yes. They're interesting. Yeah. Are you not, are you worried about um, China with their independence and... I don't. I mean, yeah. the People's Republic of China isn't going to invade um, the Republic of China slash Taiwan. Yeah. Um, I think people compare it to Ukraine too often and they're very different <laughs> situations. Yeah. You know, the... Taiwanese have been preparing for an invasion since it was founded. Yeah. So, no, I'm personally not worried mm. at all. Yeah, yeah. It's um, oh, I've got I've got a few comments on on both of both of the picks. The one My, I'm sorry, I was quickly yeah. and the LVMH. Okay, oh, really? Vuitton, yeah. Why them? Oh, I would love to own so them as well. Yeah. Why? So wait, Louis Vuitton, <coughs> MH is it Moet's under their brand yeah, as well? Moet's under their brand, Louis Vuitton. Um, yeah. Why? 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 Well, why them? the thing is, when these companies, um, when we hit a recession, luxury companies like LVMH, uh, boat companies, <coughs> um, Marine Max, yeah, that's another one. They 
hit the fan, they really, really hit the fan mm. because their sales just tumble. Mm-hmm. Because obviously, people haven't got as much cash, interest mm-hmm. rates are low, people don't use credit cards, etc. So these companies are huge hit. And you can get them at an absolute dirt cheap price. Yeah. And if you hold on to them, wait for the economy to recover, your returns yeah. can be yeah. you know, okay. glorious. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Are you seeing any downtrends on on them at the moment? I actually haven't looked at the stock. I haven't looked at them either, so I have no clue. Them or Burberry. I remember the pandemic. Burberry was going down. Yeah. They were like expanding in China. I remember that, but I haven't looked at them, so I might actually Mm. take a look. Exactly. I think yeah. it's definitely worth looking into, but it probably needs to fall a lot. Probably needs to do a DCF on that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I think I've done one, but I can't remember from the top of yeah, my head. I haven't done, I haven't, I haven't looked, looked at that. Um, uh, yeah, as you mentioned Microsoft, I think it was about 10 years ago. Mm. I think at one point, apparently, somebody was saying that their, their PE was like 10. <laughs> yeah, I think that was me that said it. I said it to someone. Can't yeah. Remember. Yeah, their PE was 10. That was when <laughs> Can you were, imagine? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so. there was an innovating apparently yeah. in another world, right? Yeah, yeah. so that's when they were caught dead. But yeah, yeah, P ratio of ten. You're you're laughing now if you bought it yeah. back then. So, but this is interesting, right? Mm. Okay, so hypothetical, right? Because mm. people are making the same argument <clears throat> about Apple right now. Oh, Apple's not going to grow that much. They're mm. stagnating. Their growth. Um, what happens this during their cycle is mm. that they have a bit of delayed growth and then the spurt, right? So Apple might run into that. And let's say it downtrends. Mm. You think people, would you be confident in Apple at that point? It depends. So, I mean, if the growth slows and you pay, you know, a price relative to that growth, mm. it's a still a good investment. So yeah. uh, if sales start to slow, it doesn't really bother me as long as I'm paying a price yeah. that's cheaper than what the growth is giving out. Yeah. So, yeah. And I think that's what happened with like Facebook. So, yeah. you know, they're not growing in 30, 40%. That's very true. Um, yeah. A lot of people are scared. I mean, even if it's growing 20, 15% at, at least, it's still a good investment at yeah. the end of the day, as long as you're paying an appropriate price. Yeah. Because paying the correct price relative to its growth is important. Yeah. Facebook, they're really doing it dirty. It yeah. doesn't make any sense mm. at all. Like yeah. 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 It's literally so, so situation. Yeah. What's that for you, man? 12. Yeah, it doesn't make it. It's absolutely even if they grow one or two, <clears throat> it's still yeah. below. So it doesn't make any sense. Like yeah. it's not. It doesn't make any sense. And I don't understand how. I don't know if if there's if some people are missing a trick or <laughs> I'm just like trying to understand. Like, I mean, what is going on here? I mean, this is where you're gonna have to act as a contrarian and think differently. Like, yeah, look at the company right, and see what it's doing. You have to think it's got zero debt. Yeah, it's cash, pretty much it's got yeah. so much cash on its balance sheet. Yeah, free cash flow machine. Yeah, and yeah, it's insane. I feel like a lot of people are trying to price in that they think that oh, TikTok's coming in. Mm. And, Facebook's ad revenue yeah. is just going to disappear overnight, mm. which, come on, like, let's be yeah. real. Like, but that's not going to happen. What happens if Congress bans TikTok then? I mean, they're talking about it, like, yeah. of banning it. I mean, that's going to be good for, for Facebook, isn't exactly. it? So, uh, so we all use Facebook and their products. Oh, we do, like, <laughs> we, we, I mean, you're using Facebook, WhatsApp, WhatsApp yeah. Instagram. I use it multiple times. I use it every day. <laughs> exactly. Every day. And think about it, like, people have their family on Facebook. Like, where else are they going to go? They're not going to go to Twitter. Yeah. And get in touch with or their TikTok. family. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So. They'll go to WhatsApp. Yeah. yeah. Which, yeah, which is. Facebook. Exactly. Yeah. So Facebook is entrenched in our lives, whether yeah. we like it or not. Yeah. 
Yeah, that's crazy. Sorry, just what were you gonna say? Oh no, I was gonna say also the differences with Facebook is a social media conglomerate. Yeah, you know it has Instagram, Facebook, like we mentioned, and it's so diversified. But it's a juggernaut. You know, it's like Apple with phones. Mm. No one's gonna be able to compete with Apple not for a long time. Yeah. So you know it's got that moat. Yeah. Which gives me a lot of confidence. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. It's it's going to be very interesting um, to see the earnings. I'm very I'm very much looking um, forward to it. Financials. Do you do you guys look at financials? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that's the, literally the first. Oh, step. and I mean financials. Sorry, I should have been clear. Mm. Industry wise, like the banks. Oh, yeah, oh the, I don't do banks. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> financial oh, sector. No, sorry, yeah. I mean, I don't do investing banks because you know I don't Why? understand them. You don't understand yes. them. Out of my circle of understanding. Okay. Okay. Some situation. Yeah. Um, just not understand. There's that um, metric you can use though. Yeah. Um, and it's like it's similar to here, but it minuses. Um, yeah. Like goodwill. Yeah. So mm. price price the book. Yeah. If it's below one point zero, then historically, banks insurance yeah usually do well. Yeah. So, but for me, even though you can use that reliably, I still haven't got that confidence to invest in like a bank. Okay. Because if it goes down, I don't understand why. Like. Yeah. So yeah. I tend to stay away from them, and I think with banks and insurance, it takes industry expertise. And mm. unless you're a banker or, or an insurance guy, yeah, I don't think you should be touching them. Like it's yeah. really risky business. Yeah. 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 It is interesting because I feel like they are definitely a bit more susceptible to the environment macro mm. environment yep. right interest going up even with the interest going up everybody, mm. everybody thought oh, it's yeah. gonna fly mm. yeah why didn't it <laughs> retrospect oh because there's not as many deals mm. emerging because the market is not that great so they're losing money on that end mm. but yeah maybe they're making more money on the customers and okay if a recession happens mm. okay default blah, blah blah it's just so it's really complicated yeah i think yeah i agree with you what uh, about you josh what do you uh, it's, again, like some of the worst, it's beyond my circle of competence. Yeah. So, you know, unless it was absolutely dirt cheap and that much was evident, then I wouldn't touch it. But again, like we talk about 2008 and the banks doing really well. You know, I would have thought, oh, Citigroup, that would have been a really good yeah. bank to buy. And that's done shit. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. It's trading sideways yeah, for like yeah. 10 years, right? Exactly. Yeah. Like, it's been absolutely dreadful. So, you know, I wouldn't possibly that be that confident anyway yeah mm-hmm. and it's weird because it's one of the biggest banks in america city i think it's the second is it the second biggest second or third jp morgan's the top mm. morgan stanley yeah um, morgan stanley's not even as big as i thought it was isn't it it was top top 10 yeah, yeah it's mm-hmm. surprisingly i think it was bank america. yeah bank america's second yeah sorry that's it bank america's second then third is Wells Fargo. yeah mm-hmm. Wells fargo and I think City's in that top five area, yeah. But Wells Fargo is obviously the scandals yeah. mm-hmm. issue. And City, I I don't know what's happened <laughs> with them. Yeah, I'm not sure why, why that happened. Okay, interesting. Mm-hmm. So your two were for the wish list were? Oh, we spoke about LVMH, yeah. um, Visa, and... Yeah. Why Visa? I mean, Visa, I mean, it could be Visa and MasterCard, really. Okay. Potentially both, just to like, you know. But if we think about um, contactless payment, not contactless, but like sort of digital payments, etc., mm-hmm. you know, they're always going to dominate and they're yeah. such a moat. Um, and to be honest, I think if you own one of them, you'd still do well either way. Yeah. I don't think that one of them is going to become more dominant than the other, like overwhelmingly so. Yeah. I know Visa is quite a bit bigger, but it's not going to be 
Mastercard's not going away anytime soon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. I think a lot of these guys game, um, a lot of these competitions, they're not like zero sum games. It's not always just one. Exactly. Sometimes people mm-hmm. like to have a choice. I mean, I have, I have both a Visa card and I have a Mastercard in it. And they exactly. both both serve me well. I think what's an interesting thing about the Visa situation, I don't know if you remember the Amazon oh, situation yeah, yeah. where they were going to, yes. oh, cancel them because of mm. fees and they turned around. Right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It just shows you even Amazon couldn't get rid of <laughs> exactly. them. So Amazon couldn't get rid of them. Mm. No one's going to get rid of them, you know, and that's what the biggest... You know, platform in the in the world. Um, I can't remember. Was it around fees or something like yeah, that? It's to do with the transaction fees. So every time you use a Visa card at a shop, the sh- you know through that transaction, mm. part of that goes the Visa. Okay. And it was too high for Amazon. So. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think of Amazon as a business? <sighs> I mean, it's, it's solid, but the stock I probably would not want to yeah. own the stock. Yeah. Yeah. I mean. Exactly. Even at any price? No. Really? No. Okay, T- talk me through that. I mean, at any price? <laughs> I mean, if it was selling dirt cheap. Yeah, you know, exactly. You know, yeah, but, yeah, if it was undervalued. Yeah, but yeah. the business, I mean, it's obviously a good business, got a huge yeah. amount, but uh, I think there's a lot of risk in terms of what they're spending in CapEx, like yeah. crazy amounts. Mm. And I don't know, I don't feel comfortable with that. I would like them to, you know, have a bit of shareholder do something shareholder value mm. like you know pay dividend i don't know but i'm I just not feeling you know confident in the yeah yeah, yeah. it's not something i'm dying to own yeah. or anything i've got other companies that are prioritize over it yeah what about you no i was gonna say i mean the business model is great it's mm. really diversified for an mm. e-commerce company i mean it's similar to barbell to be honest mm. um <clears throat> the only thing i'm worried about is a lot of their cash flow comes from AWS and yeah. web services, but they got on get yeah, got into the game really, really early. Mm. Like mm. Bezos saw that, but as competition's increasing, they may see their um, mm. margins drop on that. So mm. that's one thing that concerns me. Mm. But it's an amazing company; it's going to be around for a while. And yeah, obviously, if it was dirt cheap, you know, you would buy it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, that's what I was going to say. AWS is definitely like mm. their the x factor yeah. for, for for them and um it's weird i think jeff bezos leaving has hindered them yeah you know um mm. of course he had to retire i mean he's been doing the business what 20 plus years and he's built it into a a, a monster mm. everything right e-commerce aws and um, they do streaming as well right so in everything but yeah i'm with wes i'm a bit not that i wouldn't buy them at any price yeah. i think i would but there are some concerns there's yeah. something about them yeah just that give me this their vibe. costs i don't know just seems just too high mm. i just feel like it's it's difficult for them to make a lot of profit mm. with their type of business mm. um i don't know if that's because i think i think they do the whole end-to-end Mm. again i think from ordering i think maybe that's where they're spending all their costs and even then they you get talks of underpaying workers so mm. imagine even that mm. right and they're still not making crazy amounts yeah. of money and they're underpaying so and the unions are a big like you know Basel's like really really tries to stop like workers unionizing mm. which you know makes me a bit worried because it's like well if they unionize which power to them um if that's a huge issue then you know mm, highlights a potential fragile business yeah so mm-hmm. yeah. yeah 
And with um, Amazon, I thought their retail business don't make money, mm. but it all comes from AWS. And what I was thinking is maybe Amazon should spin off the AWS. I think that would mm. be, you know, it would unlock a lot of value for yeah. AWS. I would like them as a, it's just an AWS business. Yeah. 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 I think a lot of people would just as a cloud business. Yeah. Um, definitely. Yeah, no, it's uh, it's it's been good talking to to, mm. to you guys about um investing in the stock market. Do you um have any final words for the listeners? Um, you gonna? No, I was just gonna say, be prepared for the market to drop quite significantly in the next five years. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. yeah, I mean, just just stick to your process. You know, if you're an index fund, keep dollar cost averaging. Don't get spooked out the market. You know, things will get better, and just yeah. Just relax, really, because you yeah, stay consistent. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Always have a process, and that will get you through difficult times. Yeah, agreed, agreed. Yeah, I think it. I think it's all about definitely being consistent with your process. Mm. Um, and yeah, just don't watch the numbers too much. If you see it's going now red, red, don't mm. let that spook you out because. Mm you could miss out on a lot of returns yeah. in the long term because i know yeah. a lot of people dming me saying i'm waiting waiting for all the bad news to come in before i buy yeah. so i'm like no that's not the right no, way to approach it no. don't time the market because yeah. you, can't. you can't yeah you can't. you're gonna miss out on a lot of gains just you know if, if you're in buying individual stocks find its intrinsic value if it's under your buy price buy it if it goes down more check your work and buy more if yeah thesis hasn't changed that simple yeah yeah. yeah and keep refreshing it yeah yeah, yeah. keep refreshing it all the time yeah 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 because for me the stock price doesn't is irrelevant to me like it doesn't tell me anything about the business mm. so you need to have that mindset it's true if imagine like <coughs> you know i know we're supposed to be ending it's like imagine you there was no news mm. no nothing and you just saw um, or even if you didn't see the stock price, right, and you just saw the financials, what would you base that on, right? If it was just buy and sell, and I, I know you, mm. know, you you do the valuation and stuff like that, right? Mm. That's how you have to kind of yeah. look at it, right? It's not you're not doing it purely on just looking at stock price. Okay, it's down mm. ten. Okay, it's up ten. Mm. I'm gonna buy. It's not the right way to no. to, to 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 look at it. Um, and Warren Buffett says something very interesting um, as well, where he says you know, <coughs> buy companies where you would hold it for 10 years yeah. or something like that. Yeah, exactly. And you're not going to switch in and out. Yeah. Right. You're confident that yeah. 10 years you can, you can hold this. Yeah. Um, so yeah. Yeah. It's been great uh, speaking to you both. Uh, thanks for, for yeah, yeah, thank no, you for welcome, having me welcome. again. Pleasure. Yeah, no, we'll, we'll definitely do a few more. And thanks for listening to this week's episode of takeoff podcast. We'll see you next week. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. 
Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator.